Stakes is high. Thank you for tuning in. Yeah, look. We back up in the building now. Hey, yo, we about to tear the building down like a 757 on 9-11. Street smart niggas with the wisdom of a reverend. All the eyes stacked against us. We still the ones you should bet with. Shark confess the waters. Interact your own discretion. Swimming with piranhas. Trying not to get your flesh beat. Yeah, real podcast for people that's really real. CC and Jones tell you how they feel. Every Wednesday when you hit play, you gon' laugh and learn something from this discussion. We going up. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Stakes is High podcast, a real podcast having real conversation with real people. And I am Jones. What up, TC? What's good? What's happening, my brother? I am chilling, man. How about yourself? Man, blessed more than I should be, you know. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, what about awesome. you, man? Man, you know, another day, another dollar, another weekend. Another holla. I'm just spinning some bars. I'm just freestyling. Freestyling, you getting it out. That's freestyling, man. Gladys Knight. You know, you got, I'm, I'm throwing some words at you to start freestyling off the, the words I'm throwing at you. Gladys Knight. You, you, you stupid. Yeah, hey, man, the verse is going down tonight. Yeah, by the time everybody hear this, it's going to be old news, but I'm sure everybody is, is, is uh, ready to, you know, Take a Man, step back in time. Everybody is not ready to hear this versus. Bro. I you bet you they are, dog. I bet you they are. I bet you this. It ain't gonna do. I don't think it's gonna do Brandy Monica numbers, but it's gonna I definitely. I guarantee you, it's not gonna do that numbers. Yeah, <laughs> nope. I, I say I don't <laughs> think it's gonna do them numbers, but it's definitely gonna be highly viewed, man. I don't think it's gonna be weak. Uh, people, people bored. That's why. And I see someone hyping it. I'm like, people ain't bored though. It's a lot of shit. But you, like we was talking before, I say y'all were talking. You and the guests before uh, we started recording. You know what I'm saying? Niggas, you know, they got they, we got sports back and shit. So I don't think people bored. A lot of a lot of stuff opening up. Lot, I see, I see parties and, and, and whatnot happening. Promoters doing brunches and I don't know <laughs> if it's necessarily bored. You know what I'm saying anymore? Man, I think people Patty, if, man, if, you if, if you that. watching. If you're watching Versus, it's because you're interested in watching it. And like, I ain't got nothing else to do. I think I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to do some numbers, man. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. I'm definitely not hyped for Patty and um, Old School Gladys. Gladys. Yeah, yeah, man. Old man, School. That's um, that Saturday morning clean up the crib music, man. Come on. Yeah. Not enough yeah. of Versus. Uh, but you know it's all good. I understand what they're doing there, man. It's you know respect. It's respect to the queens, man. I, I let's not get it. Let's not get it twisted. It's still respect to the two oh, women. Yeah, definitely. You know what I mean. But um, yeah, I'm gonna be. I'm, a, I'm cool on the verses. You know what I mean? Yeah, I figured. I figured. But shoot, man, we get the moving, man. Yeah, yeah, we get the moving, man. What kind of liquor are you drinking on the toe? You can't drink no new age liquor. You gotta drink some old school. <laughs> you stupid! I gotta do some some, some Cisco yeah. or some shit. <laughs> some no, you gotta dog. get you gotta get some wine coolers. Wine coolers. Uh, maybe no, some Martell, some, bo- some, some Boone's Ripple. Farm. You stupid. Yeah. Ripple, Martell, Boone's Farm. Some some no, Reuniti on ice. <laughs> yeah, that, fu- that fuzzy navel. <laughs> yeah, man. Good, good fuzzy navel. I might make some incredible Hulk. That's about as hard as it's gonna get. Wow. Give me, stupid, some, man. give me some hypnotic and henny. 
and get that's it popping. That's not even old enough, right there, man. That's <laughs> <new school>. that's <laughs> yeah, man. But uh, before we before we get to going to introduce our guests, man, uh, where can they find us, brother? At Stakes is High Pod. That's on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All of our episodes you can find on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. And if you have any comments, questions, concerns, or interested in being a guest on the show, please shoot us an email at stakesishighpod at gmail.com. Cheer. 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 Yeah, Yo, please. Shout out to Buck. Shout out to New Money. Last episode. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we man. got Shout some to Chris, man. Uh, we got some. We got some. Uh, I got some couple comments that uh, that were left. <laughs> likewise, likewise, yeah, likewise. You know. So yeah, man. It's good. We definitely. Yeah. I, I appreciate him, man. Man, I some couple people fact check some of the things he said. So, but yeah. no, nah, man. I appreciate um, having a you know uh, a difference of opinion and. Mm-hmm. Hey man, yeah, it was it was. I appreciate it, man. I would like for him to come back, man. Even if we talked about the weed business or whatever, he has you know his his pers- big personality, and I think it was it was fun, man. So oh yeah, definitely, definitely. On, man, for sure, definitely. Yes, we got get we gotta get Trump out of there though. <laughs> it's a wrap. Yeah, man, we gotta get him out, man. Yeah, <laughs> he got man. He, this dude, wild, bro. But we you know, straight up, we we gonna you know we we'll we'll talk about him over and over. And for people that don't like us talking about him, man, we've given the highlights of talking about this man because he got to go. Got to go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to yeah, keep man. putting it into your face till he out of there. Yeah, he got to go, man. But, man, we got a guest, man. We got a, yes, we got sir. A, we, got a, we got a fellow podcaster in the city, man. Uh, one of our brothers, man, that's been a part of uh, an event that we, that we are very, uh, um, very proud of that – you know, event that we started and this brother participated, man. Not only that, man, we've we've been a part of a lot of different events and different circle of the city, man. And um, this dude's voice, man, you hear his voice, you're going to know who he is no matter what. Even if you don't know him, you're going to know his voice. Um uh, a, a member of the new old heads, man. Shout out to the t- shout out to the brothers over there, yes. man. And uh, yes, sir. man, I could keep on going, man. And I'm gonna let him talk about everything else that he got going on in the city, man. But we got our brother Jay Moore. What's going on, bro? You know, just uh, just trying to stay yeah. Rona and police free. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Uh, it's. I'm, I'm glad to be back, man. Like I said, I, I'm a fan of the show. You guys uh, always make my rotation, and right like on, it's man. with. Uh, uh, you know, some of the big dogs, I listen to y'all like I listen to Bamani Jones, uh, uh, his Right Time podcast and uh, mm-hmm. the Joe Budden podcast. You know, so it's 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 uh, it's it's a it's a it's a, it's a pleasure to be here, man. And, uh, you know, it, it is crazy how, um, you know, just the circumstances of the world. It's almost like you guys were preparing. Well, not in a way to uh, this whole virtual accidentally. Situa- yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you guys were ahead out. of the curve and didn't even <laughs> yeah. know it. Uh, yeah, sure you know, um, but it's just uh, it's crazy. It's funny how uh, you know you brought up how oh people are getting back outside. Like the rules of how things are working right now are just wild because um, we opened up uh, the Casbah uh, slash the Vanguard this yeah, weekend, yeah, yeah. but it was crazy. Of course, we have the the restrictions on how many people can be in there. Mm-hmm. People can't order at the bar, so you have people who are regular bartenders acting as uh, waiters and waitresses going uh, to tables, and then. We can play music, but we got to make sure people don't dance. So 
part of what security right. has to do is if somebody catches a groove, we got to tell them, I'm sorry, but you got to sit down. Man, what y'all need to do is put X's on the floors at six feet and be like, if you want to dance, you got to stay that, on that X. That's a good idea. <laughs> that's a great idea. But Straight it's like up. they're telling people, like, you can sit at a table and have drinks and but talk to people, dance. but you can't dance. I don't know if they feel like this is moving the Rona is around that, is, the you room. You think that's Indiana law or is that just the bar? Well, it's it's, it's Marion County because this yeah, is uh, – Yeah, Marion County. what I meant, Marion This County. is the thing because it's not – the rules – this is where – why it's not going to get better anytime soon in my opinion you know i'm no scientist but um because there's no statewide rule like so there have been people who you go to avon or, or certain parts of uh, i don't know what the rules are out here in, 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 in fishers, in yeah. fishers yeah, yeah. but you know like of course also we had to shut everything down by 12 midnight you know there are other places like they have restrictions but they can stay open till three o'clock in the morning it's too inconsistent mm-hmm. you know or people are going to avon or or greenwood where there's they're just letting do they're just letting do. stuff go on <laughs> so yeah. i mean you know but it's just like the same way it's not there's no consistency nationwide so there's places where it seems to be yeah. going back a little bit but some it's you know i'm fr- originally from uh, missouri and in you know i look at the the thing every day and see how the states are doing individually as well as the country and you know missouri and illinois is it's in it's the dark red you know we're the lighter red at least here in indiana you know i mean it's 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 it's, not consistent man. it's not consistent you you can't stop people i saw a video of people just partying all outside because the football season started and college kids college kids i was like I knew it was going to get bad again once he sent all these kids back to college yeah. and back to yeah. just regular school. You know what? You know I, what, man? I just saw I, an article, too, man, about a, some college kids that did, like, a frat party, man, knowing that they had recently I think it was a, They did it in Bloomington. Positive. I yeah. saw it. Yeah, I saw Is that where that was at? I saw it in Florida where it was a whole bunch of the, the cop ran the kid's ID, and he was like, doesn't it say that you're supposed to be on quarantine? He's like, oh, yeah, everybody here got it. But yeah, he was like, but, yeah, I was yeah. like, but you, man, you know what's crazy? I knew, I knew that, th- I knew we would, I knew this would, would ha- I knew this would happen because when, um, when Trump said that he's leaving it in the hands of the the governors of every state, that's when I knew it was going to be inconsistent because every governor is going to have a different point of view. Right. But one. All right, we're rolling with you, and this is a hoax. This isn't real. Versus a one who's trying to take be real strict, right? And it just turned into a very inconsistent situation to where we're not as a country all on one page. So yeah, man, I you know hopefully, man, hopefully this stuff. I'm I'm tired of it, bro. I'm no, ready, I'm I mean ready. we we look. I I and it it hurts because I I work in the service industry. We're not going to get back to normal anytime soon. We, you know, I don't think there's going to be a New Year's Eve this year, honestly. Because uh, remember, we're going to be continuing with regular flu season. Yeah, that's that's going to be the scary part. Yeah. You know, when it, that's what I was yeah. I was nervous about that with kids going back to school. Yeah, because is it the flu mm-hmm. or is it Corona? Well, man, y'all got to get this thing right before my boy wedding, man. My boy wedding coming up, man. We ain't trying to do no 50 people at TC wedding, man. We trying to do that lit, man. I mean, I did I did work a wedding, but it was still lit. <laughs> so, man, you know, TC's up there. He just, was saying, like, his venues, they like, no, yeah. we can't do them. Like, oh, really? Because yeah. I did it a wedding on, right out here in Fishers. They was like, all right. Yeah, it depend on venue uh, guidelines, you know, the, the, the county you and all that shit. So, yeah, the venue that we got, man, they like, right now, currently during COVID, they saying they got a fifty person max. Ain't no way. Oh, no. Our, our wedding, 
like this is our wedding that. party and then like immediate family alone damn they're gonna uh yeah. be like 30 something you know close to 30 so what you know that ain't that ain't shit you <laughs> can't do that man we gotta we gotta get it right man but yeah yeah man so but yeah hopefully man you know um hopefully we figure it out i'm with you jay Moore. yeah i don't think it's gonna be anytime soon mm-hmm. You know, hopefully after elections, man, um, who, who whoever's in office, hopefully some of this, some of the rhetoric that's continued to be pushed around because of election year. Yeah. Hopefully it calms down and we say, hey, yo, let's get a grip on this. Because right now a lot of it's just, you know, it's, it's election year, bro. So I think a lot of it is, you know, hypersensitive and or they're not take it's a well they're not taking i mean he's you know 45 is holding another rally indoors in nevada tonight i think yeah. you know yeah. and even after and you know he's doing this basically because the bob woodward thing came out mm-hmm. to where he always knew that he was he knew yeah. that this was serious but he was trying to tell yeah. his people it was a hoax they want to make people in a panic or something you know and i was like yeah you've been putting people in a panic for the last three and a half years Ooh. why why are you tripping all kind of other ways so you know what I'm <laughs> straight like, up People's coming across the border and yeah. they coming they to, go the to suburb dest- destroy and, the suburbs yeah, and like damn, and I was bro. like well, wait a minute I know they he's not talking you know my parents have lived in the suburbs for forty <laughs> years I know he's not talking about them yeah. so you yeah, know once man. again coded language you gotta you gotta yeah, do so the knowledge on that yes yeah, panic right there man but you know man um well you know like I said hopefully you know a lot of this stuff calms down man and one of the topics that I wanted to bring up man is kind of going to um. There's levels to this conversation I want to have with you guys. And one, man, it was kind of, it's a sad situation when I read it. And it also, um, it kind of put me, it kind of opened my eyes to, to a lot. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, man, shout out to Fred. Fred is, uh, uh, went to Ball State, uh, Fred Woods, man. And he put this on, he's a teacher and he had this on his Facebook page. And, um, it just kind of this 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 topic. It kind of talks about kind of a time of where we where, where we're at in our society. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, anyway, um, Fred had a post. He put up a post, and like I said, he's a teacher. And the post said, "Conversation with the fifth grader." And he put it in. Uh, he said, "The student, Mr. Fred, I wish I wasn't black anymore." Me, why? Student, because the police doesn't like me. The president doesn't like me, and most white people don't like me, all because I'm black. Uh, then Fred, Fred uh, continued, went on to say, um, I, shouldn't ha- I shouldn't have had to give a million and one reasons why he should be proud of the skin that he is in, but I did. Society has created fear and uncertainty in some of our black youth. This has to and must be fixed not later, but now. If we don't show these kids better, then they will struggle to prosper and grow into the strong and confident individuals we need them to be. So that was a yep. post I saw. Um, mm-hmm. We can go back into... Uh, when I read this, initially I thought about... Um, there was a, a, a baby doll... Mm-hmm experiment that they did oh yeah yeah, yeah. you know what i'm talking about yeah. yeah so initially i thought about that right away 
when the little black girls were picking the, the white, white dolls, baby dolls. Yeah. Um, I, I, sh- I guess I probably should have been prepared to say what that experiment was, but most people probably, mm-hmm. TC's pretty quick with the Googles, but um, it, initially that's what I thought mm-hmm. when I read this. Mm-hmm. The first thing that popped into my head was the, have you seen the video of the little black girl that was just like trembling and fear crying and it was a, uh, a white uh, woman cop? And she was just like telling the cop that she was scared that that she was, that the cop was going to shoot her and everything. And so then the the cop started crying like, "Damn, it's kind of messed up that you know this kid is so is like you know scared that they're about to lose mm-hmm. their life from me. Like I'm not even doing anything. I'm just speaking, you know. And like, right. I, I'm not gonna hurt this little girl. But that's that's how the little child is conditioned to feel now. And it's like, damn. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like that's it, just our youth. She's not alone in that field, and it's grown ass people that damn near feel that way. Start bugging out and, as soon as you see. And that cop. was my next thing. And and Jay Moore, I let you go ahead because I know you said you you, you had something on this. Um, no, you said on oh, no, the next yeah, time. My bad. My next time. My bad. Yeah. But but, but I got um, this one. Yeah, yeah. Um. But 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 my thing is, TC, you just hit you just hit the nail on the head. I thought about the 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 baby doll um, mm-hmm. experiment. Then I I thought about this fifth grader. And then, bro, I came to a realization. There was a time a month ago where I woke up not wanting to be white, but I had this same emotion that this kid had. Mm-hmm. Like, damn, bro, what is going on, man? Like, everywhere you look, man, you seeing this because of the our color of our skin, mm-hmm. and and maybe it's just because it's 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 being under the microscope because it's social media or it's on the news, and, and media controls it. Whatever, however, we want to talk about that. But bro, I I felt the way little man's feeling, like right. that emotion that he had, like bro, damn, why are they keep doing this to our like, why is us? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Go yeah. Ahead, well, it's it's almost a thing where <sighs> things are so sensitive right now. Whenever you turn on the news, it's almost we we have to. I know you know anyone who's listening has has children. The same way we monitor the amount of screen time they get when they're playing xbox or playstation or they're watching their cartoons and we've got to put a time limit on it be like okay that's enough of that um we got to monitor really and make sure the the news and what our children see you know because we don't want to hide the truth from them but you know i'm traumatized as a 43 year old man you know with some of the things i see you know and i'm i'm a news junkie you know and and, but sometimes it gets it gets to be too much i don't want to re experience that trauma just because you know i you know i still gotta i still gotta try to try to go about my daily life come on bro <laughs> but you know like as far as the whole thing where like i you know i was did he say specifically i wish i wasn't black or i wish i was white i can't remember uh, the exact wording um i think he said i don't want to be it says i don't I wish I wasn't black anymore. So okay. he never said he wished he was okay. white. Because there, there's, a, there's a, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot to unwrap there. Because I, I remember when uh, I was, you know, I was a kid. I got my sister's like a good, maybe about a year and a half, maybe not even that much. My parents, they was like, okay, we're gonna get these two and we, we done. Mm-hmm. Uh, and but the thing is, they were that first generation really to raise their children outside of state-sponsored segregation. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, so when. You know, I'm, I remember there were certain things that they always had to instill a certain pride in us, even if it, about being black, even if it was very subtle. You know, uh, we you know, we lived in a white neighborhood. We went to uh, white schools. But on Sunday, we were definitely around 
plenty of black folks. You know, we weren't cut off from our family that lived, you know, on the other side of St. Louis. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. you know, there was also a thing where my, still had a family reunion. Yes, yes. <laughs> but my parents also would not buy my like buy my sister dolls that if they didn't make a black version, mm-hmm. my parents didn't buy it. Good for them. Like a lot of times they don't they didn't advertise the black version of the doll, but if you went to I mean, I don't even know if there are toy stores anywhere like that since they shut down Toys R Us, but you could go in and make sure that you got the black version of whatever doll they advertised on TV and they were serious about it because Rainbow Bright, I'll never forget this. My sister wanted Rainbow Bright. And this is also a really mean story about me being a mean older brother. But um, <laughs> they, my sister oh, really wanted Rainbow Bright for Christmas one year. And uh-huh. my parents were like, they don't make a black one. I don't even think Rainbow Bright had any black friends. Like at least Strawberry Shortcake <laughs> and Barbie had black Damn. friends. But, if, you know, in our house, you know, uh, Barbie was the black one. Like uh, whoever, Bar- the white one, that was that was Barbie's friend. Yeah, um, yeah. And she also had this uh, Ken with a real messed up afro. But that's neither here nor there. But uh, my parents stuck to that. Did not get her rainbow bright. Mm-hmm. Uh, and mm-hmm. I just, Christmas, Christmas Day or whatever year that was, 86, 87, I walked in with my, my new Transformer all happy and new. Because, you know, the Transformer was robots. Hey, we didn't have to worry about it. In, my, in, my, in my mind, Optimus Prime was black anyway. You know what I'm saying? That's how yeah, <laughs> we got yeah, down. Yeah. But um, I went in. I said, look, I got my new Transformer. It was Metroplex. I remember exactly which one it was. <laughs> and you got Rainbow Bright. My sister runs up. No Rainbow Bright. And I, and that was, I was, that was so wrong of me. But you know what? <laughs> like, fast forward like 20-something years, uh, my friend, they're moving. They're getting rid of a bunch of stuff. And there's a Rainbow Bright doll. <laughs> and I said, yo, do you want this? He's, he's like, how much do you want for it? He's like, oh, no, we're, we're probably just going to throw that away or take it to the Goodwill. And so, like, after all those years, my sister, you know, graduating from HBCU, being being a a strong black professional woman, I said, I hope this makes, uh, on a note, I said, I hope this makes up for Christmas uh, 87 or whatever. That's dope. And, like, she opened it up, and, and my sister's real smooth. Like, she doesn't get super excited about nothing. And... She opened up and saw that rainbow bright and <laughs> like started crying. Damn, but oh, wow. you know, but just mm-hmm. but just going back to that, like mm-hmm. my parents had to make a concerted effort to make sure that we knew that there wasn't anything wrong with being black mm-hmm. and that we weren't in any inferior position mm-hmm. as you know, we deserve wherever we were, we deserved to be there mm-hmm. just as much as any of our white classmates. Yeah, man. So I struggle with it, bro. Um, just just a time of transparency, bro. I remember growing up and as a kid, you know, through the struggles of my mother being 18, having me as a young right. kid, uh, being just the struggles of having the struggles of society, bro. You mm-hmm. know, we wasn't, wasn't rich, wasn't able to live in the suburbs, you know what I'm saying? So to me as a kid, bro, I... It wasn't the discrimination of white people versus black people. The white people that I saw, I thought white was successful. Oh, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And I thought at times, like, I had white teachers. And TC can diff- may be different from me because he's he grew up in Gary, you know. But I grew up in mm-hmm. small town Indiana. Right. So I looked at, along with, so regardless if we put it like this or not. And it's still to this to this. If you look in the education, if you look in the educational, um, on, on an educational level, you know it tends to be, you know, financially. You look at the social social economics, right? Mm-hmm. And social economics, a lot of times, is based off 
you gonna have some stars come out of the out of the lower income. Right. But when you look at the the, the higher income families, you see better grades in students. Mm-hmm. It just happens like that because of resources, because of all different things that They're I may stressed out about. I may not things. have to worry about eating when I get home, yeah. so I ain't doing no homework or whatever. So that's a whole nother conversation. Right. So when I looked at intelligence, I looked at white. When I looked at all these different things, I just looked at it as like, that's just what white people do. And that's that was what success was. That's what right. all these things. And then you, I had to grow up but old enough to see like, nah, dog, that ain't always the truth. You know what I'm saying? Because it's little Johnny right here going to school with me. <laughs> but that's how it's sold to us. How it's sold. It doesn't matter where we're from. Like, you know, if even yeah. even just as we watch TV. Like even from our era, like okay, we saw good times. We saw, yeah, I mean, and and you know, for all the stuff Bill, you know, Bill Cosby's been through. Like you know, I thank God for the Cosby Show because yeah, up to a certain point, yeah. it looked like black people couldn't even take care of their kids because we had, you know, we had good times, but then they got the father up up off of there. Yeah. But then what comes along? Different strokes. You know what I'm saying? Like They're raised by white men. Uh, mm-hmm. Then they, they copied the formula with Webster and it worked again. So <laughs> it really yeah. looked like black white people was. could not, it couldn't be a mother and a father taking care of some kids and been not even, because to me, like that's, in, it's about perspective because I didn't see, the Cosby's as being particularly affluent or rich because I didn't see him as being that far off from where I was with my parents or with, you know, my, my, my parents kept us around other black families who like they was, if, if I knew a black doctor, if I knew a doctor, he was black. See, I never looked at, and, and I'm, and, and, and I never looked at the Cosby as like, that can be me. I never really? looked at it like, I can be a doctor and my wife can be a lawyer. I never looked at it like that. I enjoyed really? just seeing black people on a screen and dealing with everyday problems. Right. Because even though they were doctors and know they were lawyers or whoever, we never really seen the them working yeah, as yeah, a doctor yeah. or a lawyer. We just always seen what? a family a family setting. I I'm just saying, like the basis of the show, I never really seen Phil in the basement doing his doing his doctor thing versus um, Claire going to do yeah I mean Cliff yeah that's what I meant yeah. yeah I never really seen them doing like it never like the basis of the show wasn't we knew what their profession was right right but it wasn't based on going to his office yeah it was based to, on interaction with his kids the, the and family and yeah. like honestly I did this deep dive on the Cosby show of course when you bored and it's quarantine there's nothing else to do I said really because <laughs> it's because the whole show is on Amazon so I've been going through my whole Amazon <laughs> yeah. Prime yes. joint and yes. I said when you really look at it. Um, the Cosby Show is is not about uh, Doctor Huxtable. It's about Theo, because the first episode, you know, yeah, remember Theo says the things like, "I just want to be a regular person, like you know, I don't want to have to be extraordinary like you or uh, Mom." Mm-hmm. And basically, he says, uh, his father says, "That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life." That's like, the you, dumbest you, thing he went off. Yes, you <laughs> you are going to have to try yeah. and. Being good is just not good enough, mm-hmm. and it, it basically saying as a black man in America, just being good ain't good enough. Right, right, right. And yeah. what's the final episode? Theo graduated from college. Yeah, yeah. There's an episode basically in every season of the show where mm-hmm. it's about advancing a boy to being a man. And so, yeah, really, yeah, the show yeah. is about Theo. Okay, okay. You might have to go go that. back and revisit I can it. See that. I can yeah. see that. Mm-hmm. I think. 
Yeah, I, th- that I is think there dope. were so many breakoffs <laughs> to that because I remember a lot of it being about, well, Denise really. Uh, That's a different she, world. Yeah, she wasn't even on the last yeah. season. They, yeah. they gave her a whole other show and she, uh, she what's, fucked what's that up? over. Um, um, what's up, uh, Vanessa? Vanessa. She had a lot of points in there she, to where she, yeah. it was a lot of points of developing a woman in there. there you it know it was. Yeah, it was. yeah. yeah. But yeah, man, you're right. That's, that's that's dope. But 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 you know, going back to what I said, I never really looked at that as I can be them. I looked at it as just like a black family. Just you know what I'm saying? Well, like, on the other hand, yeah. I know people when I I went to college and we you know we talk about it, and because they still were running the reruns heavy, they said I saw the Cosby Show as a straight fantasy. It might as well have been in outer space. You know what I'm saying? Because here they got an upstairs and a downstairs. Yeah, I you know, thought of it like that. Their father got multiple sweaters. You know what I'm saying? Like it just yeah, he lives at home with them. Like if you're coming from a certain because yeah. I went to I went to college at SIU Carbondale, so I went to school with a lot of people from mm-hmm. the South Side of Chicago. Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. you know there's a a large variation of um, economic circumstances when you're talking about the South Side. Some people, you know, they yes, they sir. thriving on the South Side. Mm-hmm. You know, but some yes, of them are. It's just it's that part of chicago that uh lives in every white politician's head uh, when they talk about chicago that's the, oh, that, yeah that's the that's the that's the uh sample that they continue to use right to prove a point of gun violence and it's a state that doesn't allow guns you yeah know, take your guns i was you like know you know I mean? gary's right across <laughs> the water but we don't you south, know y'all don't want to talk about that <laughs> you know south but side, you know i know side, people who who like that's not real life i i don't know black people don't live like that that's, yeah, that yeah. can't. That's not real. I know some people who really thought, like I said, it might as well have been Star Wars. See, I never looked at the yeah, profession I, like that. I just enjoyed I the that. show. I never, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So, what about you, TC? How'd you look at? Did you look at it like that, bro? I, don't, I, I mean, I, I, I didn't look at it as like I can be that because I didn't have an interest in being a doctor or a lawyer. Um, I, I just like I like I looked at it for the parenting lessons, really, just like how the parents interacted and tried to teach the kids all of these. Uh, these lessons so like from my point of view you know I I didn't grow up with uh, mom and dad in the same household but they were very much you know a part of my life so I kind of looked at it like like learning lessons on like how you know they tackled certain situations that their children were were dealing with and then kind of like related to if there's anything that I was going through that you know that was parallel to what they showing in the show and like how you know what I was what what I did and how my parents reacted and stuff like that but um, yeah. I, I, yeah, but I never looked at it as like, oh, I want to be, you know, you know, like, like them. I just thought like, oh, that's a solid family. Not professionally. As far as like a family unit. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that's goals. Yeah. Like as far as a family unit is concerned, I but never lo- not I never on the professional yeah. type. I never looked at it as family goals nor, or professional. I think I just liked it. I, I, I enjoyed the show. Right. On a comedy, mm-hmm. on a com- you know, for the comedy. Yeah, because it. it was a funny show a regardless funny show. of what, what you thought about, yeah, I you think know, I, how they was living. It was a piece of seeing someone who looked like me on a screen. Right. And the, com- the comedy, you know, the comic twist to it. And same as Good Times, bro. You know what I'm saying? I think yeah. Good Times, you know, they had those same, the same life lessons in the scene, yeah. but it still was a comedy to it you know what i'm saying like you know but it, i i you know I, I had a conversation with somebody and it was like look we had to have dr huxable because there's a lot of people that never got over the fact that they we lost james evans bro james is whack bro you I think mean, james was what i always say, say that florida you, was whack florida was too but remember <laughs> but remember when florida yeah. went remember florida wanted to go to school 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but James, but didn't he kind of come around after that? Nah, because she decided not to. Because yeah. she wanted to go to college or something like yeah, that. Yeah, she and wanted James to take some, like, you know. Hell no, nah, you ain't going to college. You raising these kids. I was like, James, yeah, let her go but to college. Man. Florida was whack pretty consistently. Every time that family got a little bit of good fortune, she was taking. She was like, to take that picture of Black Jesus down yeah. and look like Ned the Wino. Yeah. Um, if, if that money that James got from the grocery store, the bag of money fell off the yeah. truck, he had to give it back. But sadly, man, it was, <laughs> it was the mindset of a lot. It's, it's, it hit home because a lot of that was a lot of mindset of black people back then, bro. Well, yeah. You know I mean, saying? but, you know, just going back to, like, where it starts in the home, like, you come to our house and you sit at the dining room table, the Last Supper is is is. All the, Jesus and the disciple are black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, we didn't care who we had over. You was going to see black. When it was Christmas time, Santa Claus and Mrs. Claus and animatronic joints would be in the window. They were black. There were no white Santa Clauses in our house. I remember the first time that I got – I remember – when I start understanding where my grandparents start having the black Santa Clauses, I'm like, what's going on? Because before I didn't understand color. I'm like, right. Santa Claus, you know, and then I start seeing black Santa Clauses and black Jesus. I'm like, what's going on? And then my woke, my woke ass <laughs> uncle, <laughs> he had to come break it down. Look, I, I, I tell anybody who if, if your child asks uh, what color is Santa Claus, Santa Claus is the same color as the person who pays his mortgage. But you know what's sad, bro? My son is seven. And I said something about somebody being black the other day. Mm-hmm. He's like, Dad, he's brown. Like, he don't even, he doesn't. It doesn't click doesn't for him. He doesn't get it yet, bro. I'm like, and I'm like, it's a teachable moment, but I'm like, let's keep him in this in as long as he can. Because one of these kids are going to call him black eventually. So I better yeah, get Yeah, and he's not going, not, not in a kind way. But right now, you know what I mean? He's seven. He didn't even, he didn't get it. He was like, black? What do you mean he's black? I'm like, bro, he's black. I'm like, he's like, Dad, he's not black. He's brown. I'm like. Yeah, he's taking uh, the yeah. literal color. Yeah, literally, yeah, it's yeah, literally, it's kids, you know, because so, you know what I mean. Like, so, yeah. but um, you know, I I, th- I think I, I end up saying something to him, helping him understand. But you know, but yeah, man. But now, nah, man, going back, you know, to what we were saying, man. Um, you know, uh, it's we're in a time to where that sadly a fifth grader has to feel like that. Yeah. Um, sadly, an adult has to has this have these anxieties. Um, you know, and like we said last episode, TC, I think when I asked you guys, like, you know, with us being, I'm 42, TC's late 30s, you said you're 43, 43. you know, we've, I've never seen it like this ever, you know, no, and, no. um, and the reason I brought up the, the doll and my experience, the baby doll experiment, I think that and my experience is a totally different than what this fifth grader has. Oh, yeah. Because this fifth grader said he's tired of the president not liking him. He's tired of police not liking him. He's tired of white people not liking him. I did it because I thought that's what was successful. Mm-hmm. The little the baby dog experiment was because they thought white was prettier was than just black. Better. Yeah. yeah, it's prettier. It was like, you know, they thought it was the blonde hair, blue eye baby dog was prettier than the, bra- the they, brown. In, you know. in the experiment, they said, well, you know, the the, the, the black doll, she's bad. Yeah, like you know, yeah. she's you know yeah, her hair's her hair's nappy. Yeah, her, you yeah. know what I mean. So, but yeah, man, it's sad that we are coming to this time to where you know, and and, and colorism still exists along with now this guy, this kid. Think if he was a brown skin, dark skin fifth grader having mm-hmm. to deal with colorism. Now he's dealing with the fact that he thinks the president he, don't like him, and, and, the, and, the, and, the, and police, the police don't like and him, that you know? white people in general don't like him. Yeah, man. I mean, because we see so much now. Like maybe there was things that when we didn't live, you know, 
even though you know we're in our early 40s and you know late 30s there wasn't this same 24-hour news cycle everything wasn't there wasn't this you can't even get away from it like you pick up your phone you'll get an alert (laughs) you know something's gonna it's in your face all the time so it's so much harder. so media controls yeah yeah Yeah, i I mean yeah that's part of the narrative yeah i i always say man on here i always say uh social media has turned this you this enormous country into a small town yeah it's a small town it's a small town bro (laughs) because all you got to do is look i could i could say something like like tc just mentioned something and or the next topic we're going to have and and it's it's interesting i'm I'm a transition to that um from the trauma aspect of it but i i I was like yeah let me show you you're like oh yeah i seen that yeah yeah, That's I mean, how like, this is small. It, it, it used to <laughs> be if you showed somebody like a video or something, yeah. they'd be like, oh man, yeah. like that's you know now like if you don't show somebody damn near as soon as it comes out it's oh, like no. like yeah i saw that that's, that's been like, shared yeah. 4.3 billion times yeah. <laughs> yeah that's old like well it just you came know. out yesterday no that's old yeah that's yeah come on now <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> it's the same thing it's like the excitement of things bro i seen this kid mm-hmm. damn near do a 360 from the free throw line 15 years ago we would have lost our mind yeah the crowd seen it and just kind of was like well, you know, and also, <laughs> like, uh, damn, like, golf, it, it, golf claps. You know yeah. 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 Uh, and it's what we're so inundated with information. And plus, there was a time where if you missed something, you just weren't going to see it again. You know, um, yeah. now, yeah. you know, you don't nobody misses anything anymore unless they want to. You know, and who just who just had some bars about. Uh, oh, I think it was Big Sean. When he was like, I wonder if my grandpa, my grandfather, seen these Instagram, these Instagram models. Like, mm-hmm. what would he say? Like, because well, yeah. think about what people, I heard. Some, I think Fonte said something very similar about like, you know, why grandma and grandpa stayed together. It's like, look, they they didn't have the options. <laughs> they didn't have an explore like, page. There was. <laughs> let me tell you something. Yeah, they Because it, it, like, because back in the day, you might meet a girl and like you might have a conversation and. Even if you got the phone number, like she tried to play you off and give you a one digit off or something, and be like, all right, well, I guess, uh, you know, it is what it is. Now, if you just knew where she went to school or Bro. you had a mutual friend, like this is, it used to be. They don't ask for numbers, they no, ask no. for what's your Instagram. Oh, I don't, I don't, yeah, my, yeah. One of my young boys is like, I was like, well, you know, you can just call. I told him, like, you can just call your girl. I was like, no, no, she ain't got my phone number. Yeah. Like, yeah. we, 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 we hey, get your Instagram. We like, get at each other through through Messenger or whatever. Like, he's like, yeah. no, I don't, get, I don't give girls my phone number. I don't want them having that kind of access. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro, That's remember crazy. back in the day, bro, you get a girl's number and the paper, like, yep. you put it in paper. your pocket. And yep. like a, a number gets ripped off, or some water get on it, yep. you done. Yeah, you done. Now all you gotta all you all you gotta have is a mutual friend. But that's yeah, why you yeah. can't do a lot of stuff. You look, there was a time you could have uh, a, a, a dude could have two families living twelve yeah, miles away man, from each other. Yeah. It would, uh, Speak now, on it, bro. You can't do that now nah, because man. you know all she got to have is one mutual friend, yeah, and then man. you have to be like, "Who the fuck yeah. is Shirley?" You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> there was there was no there was no access to 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 one another like that, man. That's, that's, you have all that's the yeah. Real, dog. Like, it used to. No, I can't I can't look, I can't pick up a cell phone and, and track wherever they phone at. <laughs> right, right, you know right. what I'm saying? I, Just, I can't call you like where no. are you? you know? <laughs> None of that. It's like once you leave the house. For the day you gone and they ain't gonna see you <laughs> yeah. or get in touch with you until you come back. <laughs> and that's it. Yeah, or man, or yeah. this is this is the one I, I got caught up in. It was like, you know, my ex, you know, we're cool now and this is a funny story to us now, but like she, she had um 
we were on the phone. I was like, yeah, well, you know, I got to get up in the morning, so I'm going to go ahead and go to bed. She's like, all right, cool. And then, like, she sees me liking stuff on Instagram or, like, you know, doing something on. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's like, you didn't go you to know, sleep. So like, I thought she was, I thought she was about to go. I thought she was going to go to bed. I was like, oh, yeah, well, I don't know. But, yeah, that's with this modern world now, what's, you know, this is kind of a transition to what we, I know we want to talk about next is when you're in uh, the club and you listen to all this music, um, unfortunately, there's not, there's a, like, guys don't even, you know, there's not the sense of urgency for guys to talk to women in the club anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, because they're like, and you, I, and you in the club. Yeah, so it's yeah. like, oh, I, I, you know, if I wanted to really talk to you right here and now, like, I talk to you on Instagram, I don't have to talk to you right now, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, there's a whole... It's a whole element and you know what's sad changed. even just taking it from the, the the men trying to holler at women or whatever it's really broke down our communication bro like people don't, our know commu- like people don't even know how to have a full blown conversation with anybody because now yeah. it's through t- through text or through hey man just text me bro I've, I've like like seen situations to where like you know, somebody's meeting, like meeting one of your homeboys there, and he'd be like, "Man, I've been out for a minute. I sent you a text." I'm like, "Bro, you should just call him." Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, like it's really yeah. urgent. Please just call me. <laughs> yeah, just you call know. me. Yes. Like, like, oh yes. man, I, shoot, I shot you a text. I was out there. Like, what? <laughs> you know? So, yeah, yeah, it's breaking down the communication. It's, man. You know, because think about it. You know, we're old enough to where, like, if you you had to have enough, I, you know, I don't want to call it game, but just a certain level. Uh, phone manners when you yeah. called a young lady because you weren't calling her number or her, you were calling her mom and daddy's house. Bro, do you remember a time you mm-hmm. had to speak it was to gay. the parent? Yes, you, you had, had to, speak to speak to the parent before you talked to <laughs> Just say you had to be like, yeah. uh, hello, uh, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Williams. Is yeah. Tasha there? Yeah. And I, they be, you might they might have to talk to you yeah. be like, well, who are you? Yeah. You know, yeah. where do you yeah. go to school? How old are you, Who's son? Who's your mama? Because I call <laughs> this, this deep-ass voice and they'd be like, uh, son, how old are you? <laughs> so, Man. You, yeah, now man. you just hit her. You know, the, the, parents, the kids be having full on relationships with people their parents have never had any interaction with, and it's yeah, just man, scary man. time. It's funny, man, when they be like, uh, you know, you, uh, hi, Miss Johnson, can I speak to Tasha? Uh, who is this? You be like, God, uh, this is theirs. Theirs. Who your mama? You yeah. be like, God dang, man. Uh, Renee, <laughs> Renee Jones. Oh, I know your mama. I'm like, oh, okay, we cool. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, but if they don't yeah. know, it's like, you know what I mean, like. Yeah, it's crazy, man. That's funny, like you man. said. <laughs> them times don't have you don't have to no, no more. There's there's the gatekeepers. You know, you just we got to keep it alive. Hit girls up. What'd you say, TC? Yeah, I said we got to keep it alive, though. I mean, that kind of like in some of those old, you know, I guess uh, ways of living or, 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 or norms from back in the day. I don't, I don't think it's wrong with keeping some of that stuff alive. I think we try to. We try to adjust too much to like current society, man. We and we lose out on so much uh, as far as like you know developing our youth, man, and just just thinking about you know the initial uh, the initial uh, topic or whatever. Just you know make you know making sure we are protecting the youth as, as far as like their confidence and mm-hmm. and all of that, man. It's just like keeping some of those old things in place, man, and not always wanting to be a part of what the current norms are like i don't i don't have children yet but um when 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 i do i'm, I'm pretty sure there are some old school things that i'm going to keep alive that i got from my parents you know what i'm saying just because it's, it's it's too many freedoms that are given to 
kids at a young age, man. And, and, and that, that kind of speaks to, you know, some of the stuff that they're experiencing as far as being exposed to cops killing black people or hating mm-hmm. black people and like yeah. what they're able yeah. to see. Like it's, they're being allowed to see that stuff and we ain't really shielding them from it. Now, is that, is that good or bad? I don't know. Some, some, some parents may feel like I rather my child be exposed to it. And I use that as a learning lesson to, you know, prepare them for, you know, what could possibly happen. And then on the other hand, some are like, my child is too young. It's too innocent. They don't even need to know about that. They just need to know about, you know, learning ABCs, one, two, three, mm-hmm. and, and getting along with like their little buddies or whatever. And that's it. We'll, we'll say like police brutality for later. So it's like, you got these two different points of views or, or, or ways of, of raising the youth and kind of, you know, how and, and how we can shield or not shield a child from certain things that's going on in the world. So I just think we, think we need to do better at, at shielding kids, man, and, and not being so lenient as, as society yeah. would like us to be. Yeah, man, I, I feel you. Um, but, but on a, you know, te- we could just agree. Techno- technology is a gift and a curse, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. So, we, you yeah. know, we have those gift and curse of technology. And the problem with, like, you know, you know, shielding your kids or not or letting them what when when should you let them know it's it's tough man you know what i'm saying having a seven-year-old like when do i have to prepare him to try to get him do i ever have to prepare uh, prepare him do i ever have to have the talk do i not you know what i mean all these things and, mm-hmm. and and it's like you know one of those things that you know you start early with you know making sure that they're respectful talking to not only you Mm-hmm. How they talk to an adult, right? You know what I'm saying, like, huh? No, 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 no. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. You, you, you respect me and, and and mommy, and you also you respect your teacher. You know, don't know, huh? Or you know those kind of things, and mm-hmm. or just teaching them responsibilities and just teaching them some of those things that can transition over into adult. But then there's still a thin line of not having this mindset of this fifth grader that's like oh I'm watching all this stuff and I'm seeing all these black people you know what I mean yeah yeah it's tough it's tough mm-hmm. and I think it causes a trauma there we go you know <laughs> uh I, I think it I think it can cause trauma not only with us but also with mm-hmm. you know um not only with young young adults or young kids also with adults yeah you oh, know definitely. what I mean and um mm-hmm. that's one of the things I wanted to I, I kind of wanted to play this uh Vince Staples, man, I, I I love him, man. I, I think he's um, um, I think he kind of get overlooked, man. People don't really yeah he, musically, he, but like I love hearing him talk, man. Dude, he's just he's the, cur- the way he flows. he's hilarious too. No, bro. Oh man, <laughs> he's hilarious too. But uh, he he drops some knowledge, man. And um, there's a clip I want to I want to play here for you guys, and then we could talk about it. But um, one second, let me get this clip, and then you guys will understand the conversation. Here we go. For black people in general, cuz we sell trauma. Every hot movie, every TV show for the majority. That's why Atlanta was so fucking important. And it has traumatic elements, but sure. it's not just straight up, nigga, my life is trash. 12 Years a Slave, that Turner movie, Django, Moonlight, let's keep it going. We can all name one right now. For black people, the, the black business is trauma. That's what we got. Keeping up with the Kardashians, all these other shows, they having a good time. It's reality TV just chilling. We ain't. We can't even have reality TV where niggas ain't trying to squabble. We selling trauma. So you expect a nigga to not perpetuate that when they trying to get out of a situation that that you tell them that they ain't shit until they get out of it. Until a nigga got money, bro. Majority of the time, the way we look at it, and the, I'm talking for the consensus, not everybody. The majority of people, just from what I've seen, is until you got some money, you ain't shit. 
funny thing about it is niggas are so stupid. Niggas don't know where they come from and don't know we made everything. If all you can give me is money, nigga, fuck you. I can go find some money somewhere. But a lot of people don't feel like that. But you got to know your self-worth and your own importance. If we not, if we not solely motivated and we not tell each other, you got to get money. You got to get out. You got, you know, we tell, we tell these little girls, they got to marry a rich motherfucker. We tell these little boys, they got to be athletes. Like if everything was so deeply rooted in attention and money, then I feel like we would be in a better place. Everybody's head would be better. And you could look at somebody who look like you, who is you and not feel like shit because you look in the mirror and you appreciate yourself a little bit more. All right, all right, all right. There we go. Yeah, that's Vince, man. I think that was pretty deep, man. What y'all think? I mean, there's layers to that, layers to this mm-hmm. conversation. Um, but I know you were saying something, man. I think it was in the beginning. We were TC. He did the. Uh, he was getting ready to talk. Uh, Jay Moore was getting ready to talk. I'm like, nah, man. Save it for the episode. Save it for the episode. <laughs> you got <laughs> to save it, man. <laughs> Yeah. We go through this all the time, bro. Yeah. We just start oh, talking. Oh, like, wait, wait. Same thing Y'all when do we do pre-show. I'm like, oh, man, we got to say that for later on. Yeah, yeah. But no, go ahead, man. I, well, I mean, because um, I felt what Vince is saying as far as, like, the trauma and a lot of time things that we pass on, even through our entertainment, you know, especially, like, we, we all remember that era of gangster rap and, uh, oh, yeah. you know, where you think, I don't, you know, there was a time where I didn't want to meet any of my favorite rappers because I thought they was all going to beat me up if I, if I you know, if I met them. Um, but you know, I, I think we almost get into a situation where the trauma becomes so fantastic, and we're we're living in right now, especially with popular black culture. Mm. Um, a lot of it is based in fantasy, um, you know. And I think, I, and me being out, I see a lot of people trying to live out that fantasy. Um, I agree because you know, like when we you know when things were open and maybe this is just an old man and me talking but like and you see it more than probably what tc and yeah because i'm still TC out among see, you still young people because yeah, the thing yeah, is yeah. like it, i wouldn't go to the some of the places i work if i wasn't getting money yeah um like mm. so i'm at tiki bob's on a thursday night it's packed oh oh pete all the bottle services sections are sold out and it's like, what is everybody celebrating? Like, and this was during that short amount of time in June and July when we, we everybody opened back up. Yeah, yeah. And uh-huh. everybody's like buying bottles and like the, between the music. And I'm like, I think we've internalized that fantasy where it's almost an escape from trauma mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that we're, we're a lot of the things that we see and we're going through because I don't. First of all, I'm thinking, you know, even when I was young, I didn't kick it on Thursday night like that because I had somewhere to be on 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 Friday morning. Mm-hmm. Um, like, and people just are about being in light so much. Like that's why I said the whole thing about young dudes don't come to the club to talk to women or to dance or even because they want to be seen. Mm-hmm. They feel like everybody who has an Instagram account feels like they're a little bit famous. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I remember I had a dude pay me forty dollars just so he could stand next to me in the DJ booth. And I'm thinking what? this is a poor use of resources on your end <laughs> because had you gone to the bar and spent spent that money, like you could have probably got the attention you were looking for a little yeah. bit. Fa- but he thought he just wanted to stand in the light for a little while. And I and so I think so we we have to deal with so much trauma, you know, from uh, the news. Mm. Uh, sometimes just in our personal lives to sometimes like, you know, just like I said, a lot of our trauma gets pushed into our art that we almost go out of our way to avoid that trauma. You know, especially, you know, like I said, I see young people, 
you know, who are out kicking it like there is no tomorrow yeah. to avoid this trauma. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 kind of it's kind of wild to see, like, because even or to pe- say that they yeah. transitioned from the trauma. That, like, a, like a rapper, he raps about how he used to be. Now look at me, I have yeah a bottle service. Is yeah, what you're talking and I'm about. like, because I know you. I, I don't if I, if y'all have ever gotten bottle service, you know it is not cheap. And it's, I'm, it's, it's, it's almost ridiculous. Right. Oh no, it's completely ridiculous. It's the markup. Like, I could have got the same bottle for <laughs> yeah for forty, right. 30, 30, 40 bucks. <laughs> it's a hundred, hundred and twenty. Yeah, twenty nine dollar bottle of Syrah costs you two hundred dollars in the Come club. On. That's on the low end. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, sometimes yeah. that's they they, they if going. A, if it's a holiday weekend, it's going to be even worse. And then yeah. it's a minimum two bottles, so you got to yeah. get the yeah. you, you know a bottle of champagne, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and and so I think we. Black people, we have just been through so much trauma as it is. And let me ask y'all a question because I think everything. So we do a lot to get away from it. Yeah. So I think on the other on the other side, let me ask you guys a question. So I think we celebrate trauma, um, kind of what Vince was saying. Um, I think that in the in 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 our in in the culture that we live in today, and I say we living in today because I don't really know if I think there was a sense of pride. Let's just say our grandparents. Mm-hmm. There was a sense of pride of mentality. There was a sense of pride of the way you looked. Oh yeah. There was a sense of pride on the way you talked. There was this sense of pride that I think that that our grandparents' generation, what they had, right? That's why they was always they was always sharp. My mm-hmm. grandma, if you if a, if a little girl had her slip showing, hey, oh, put your yeah. dress down. No, no, you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> a slip. That's, yeah, it's old school. We talk about a, a slip. slip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, there's some young girls who be like, I don't know what the hell they talking slip. about. I ain't got no slip. Pantyhose. Ain't nobody wearing panties. You know what I mean. <laughs> but anyway, um, I think there's a, I think there was a time to where we became our trauma represented realness. Mm. And I don't know where that transition came, but trauma. Can you say that again? Our trauma represents what? What'd you say? Our our trauma represented realness. So if you didn't go through this trauma of, man, I was born poor, nigga, I ain't have nothing. Be like, you ain't never been to jail for real. You ain't never been to jail, fool. I got got three felonies. Or, nigga, I got shot at. It's this this sense of trauma that we have that we're, and when I say we, I'm just speaking, generally speaking, but I think we do it too sometimes as men. Like, you ain't had to work hard, nigga, your hands ain't hard. Like, you know, it's like. Oh, just going uh back to what we were saying, like, there are people, I, I remember I used to get into it. With people, they'd be like, "Whatever, you grew up in the suburbs." Exactly, exactly. You don't know yeah, what it is man. to be. You don't know what it is to be yeah, black. Yeah, now you 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 sound white. Oh, you talk yeah. proper. What? I mean, I talk high I'm, schools. I'm, Think I'm about using, school I'm pride. Using, I'm using a proper sentence. Oh shoot, I've been I've yeah. been I've embraced school that because like if you if you look at any of my social media posts, the hashtag says SWOP, and people <laughs> are like, "What does that stand for?" It says "Sounds white on the phone." <laughs> yeah, yeah. You feel me? So so. So the so so think about this, the traumas of the lack of education that someone has had, they embrace the trauma to put someone else down that decided to go get some education. Oh yeah, you see what I'm saying? So we've lived in that, and I don't know where in transition Can, is is it hip hop? See, I don't want. I'm one of these people. I'm I'm such an advocate for hip hop, 
and I don't want to put it. I'm guessing. I'm guessing. Yeah. I no no. I I, I think it's it's. I understand where people uh, have that hypothesis. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm I'm not sh- I'm not sure. I think it was because that's kind I of th- what Vince was relating to somewhat. In that. I think there's there's been a. You know, I, I hate to get all conspiracy, brother, but there was there was a breakdown of the family, you know, after the civil rights movement, you know, because, mm-hmm. you know, and this is this is documented, Good you know, point. to where, OK, we'll give you government programs, but there can't be a man in the house. So a lot of times it, it put men into a different situation as far as like how just as black men and black women, how we need each other, you know, and. Men wind up having to do things maybe they wasn't supposed to do. Yeah, because the oh, the age old Chris Rock joke, you know. Um, yeah, a dude come home from, from prison. We he's, we, he's be like, we throw him, we get him a cake. We a, get a t-shirts. Dude get a master's degree. You ain't my master, nigga. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> counting these rocks. Count but, these rocks, bitch. <laughs> but it it really is a thing to where like because we've been through so much. Even if it's technically negative, the things that we've done to survive. It does make it seem like it's real, mm-hmm. you know. It's like, look, I went through. Look, I, I'm, I get it. I got it out the mud. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a famous and, quote. Like, what does so, that even but mean? We, I got we, it out the mud. Like, what but do we mean? don't think, okay, somebody who you know came from an impoverished situation and then he, uh, you know, went to school, got a scholarship, went on to grad school, you know, maybe became a doctor or a lawyer. We don't think of that person as I got it out the mud. It's always about hustling or having to go through jail yeah, yeah. or having to go through mm-hmm. the streets. But look who we praise though in hip hop, right? We praise Jay. Man. Yeah. And we love it. We I mean dog, if you're in a hip hop right now, you love the Jay Z story. Because that's how the story's supposed to end, because so many other stories yeah. ended. Tupac's story just ended it ended at twenty five. Exactly, Biggie's exactly. story ended at twenty you know, we we but talk- would Jay get a different? Would Jay get a different? Let me ask you this: Would Jay, would Jay become, would Jay become? Let's just. I'm trying to think of a rapper to. Um, let's say. It, oh, okay, let's just put it like this. I don't even want to put a rapper's name on it. Let's, let's just say a successful rapper. Okay. If Jay did not sell drugs and he didn't rap about that struggle of drugs, but it was a, if Jay was J. Cole, mm-hmm. but J. Cole was flashier because J. J. Cole was popular. Yeah. But it, but he went to college. He light skinned. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He, he mm-hmm. didn't, you know, he is, is, is Jay Z's respected a little more because he can't, you know, it was like his, when he first came, it was, just, it was, it was, it was drug rap. It, it was, was, it was drug rap, but we respected his ability so much because just think about it. Jay was an underground rapper for his first album. Reasonable True. doubt. That wasn't a huge yeah, that's, success. That's, that's a bad, that's a bad example. Then Jay even when Jay didn't blow up until his third album. Hard knock life, and you know the song. The, the the song that really kicked it off is "Can I Get a Ain't No Real Dope Boy Raps in There." Yeah, you're right. You're right. You know, yeah. so I mean, because there are guys that just who rhyme about the dope game. They're just not as talented as Jay Z. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I would put it on hip hop though. I, I think I would. I would scale it back a little bit. Just say entertainment in general. It's all like, you know, when you want to speak on like these success stories and having to go through struggle, like you you hear people like, you know, think about like Steve Harvey or The Rock. And you're like, you know, I, I moved, 
out to California with five dollars in my pocket. And look at me now. I'm I'm one of the biggest movie stars. Look at Tyler Perry. I was living in my car. I struggle. I know what the struggle is. Now I own my own studio. Yeah. I'm a billionaire. You want to so talk about like getting it out the mud? That's Tyler Perry. Yeah, yeah, yeah but no, no. What right. I'm saying, yeah. no, no, yeah. no. You, yeah, you get. You're right. You're 100 right, TC. But what I'm talking about is praising the trauma of whatever we went through because if you look at Tyler Perry you look at Chris Rock you look at all those people like that they say they they let you know what we've come through what they've come what they've where they've come and where they've they've gone gone but a lot of these rappers nigga I'm I drive a Bentley and I'm still in the hood yeah. So that's yeah, that's yeah. a different yeah, that's, that's a different like I, I'm not I'm not turning my back on the streets. Yeah. I got yeah. one one toe in success and I got yeah. one toe in the hood. Why? Because yeah. they want they, they wanna they wanna keep that they want they don't want I think it's two things. One, they wanna show, you know, that all right, this is where I come from. I'm true to where I come from so that mm-hmm. I can motivate people from you know, my hometown or block or area or whatever it is that grew up the same way mm-hmm. um, that I did and, and showed to them firsthand, like, you know, I'm still in touch. I'm, I'm here. I'm accessible. I can I can show you the way. I feel like that's like their motivation for like having that one step like yeah. close to the hood and one step out. The And which I think that is okay as long as that is it. Now, when you really are still in that, lifestyle where you got like these successful rappers getting you know locked up on gun charges and drug charges and you know what I'm saying like you know you still out here doing dirt shit like you still on the street like to me that's stupid because you're not showing that you can progress and grow from that that horrible time or no, I won't say horrible time but like that rough patch in life that you you know that rough upbringing that you may have, may have had you didn't mm-hmm. show that you progressed from that you're showing that no matter how far you go you still are just gonna be like the street cat and, and yeah. end up in jail or dead. So I feel like that's more of a negative uh, outlook or I'm, negative message to to send to fans or people right. that look up to you. Mm-hmm. I'm more willing to say I think they're continuing to keep one foot in to like let niggas know. See murder. Don't fuck with me. Did y'all did y'all see any of that No Limits uh, yeah. where see murder? I didn't, had I didn't a, watch it. C Murder had a mansion on a golf course, Crazy, but still kept in an apartment in the Calio Project. Still wanted people to let them know you don't fuck with me. Yeah, but yeah. that's that is that is not what keeping it real is because now real. he's away from his family. You know, and once again, it, it's he there. He's in jail partially because first of all, Louisiana is just crooked as far as throwing black people yeah, in jail. Okay. He he got I'm surprised Boosie man. That's one of the people. That's I'm like, that's why when people say I can't believe Boosie said something. I'd be like, Boosie was on death row in Louisiana. Yeah. like, And he beat it. And he beat it. Like, Damn, that's hardly ever unheard of. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when you only need 10 out of 12 jurors. Yeah. Now, mind you, they changed it, I think, maybe a year ago that they voted. Because, of course, it's one of those things held over from Jim Crow yeah. to where we can't legally bar black people from juries. Yeah. But we can set it up to where all we need is 10 white people on this yeah. jury. So yeah. we'll let yeah. two black people on. It doesn't matter how don't they matter. vote. <laughs> and so... See, murder was convicted on a ten two, and it, but it's not retroactive. Um, and they always I can't believe he's been in fifteen years, bro. I was like, he's been in, yeah, he's been in jail for a minute. I'm like, damn, been in fifteen. Well, just think about how long ago No Limits Run was. Yeah, that was like, like we was I was when, in college. Yeah, yeah. And so that's I mean, honestly, everybody needs to learn from that. Like we talk about, you know, we because uh, Tupac. 
um, the anniversary of his death just passed. Um, and we always talk about Tupac and Biggie, you know, and then a couple years, Big Pun. And, but you got to understand, if, if you're a young hip-hop fan, like, they lose two or three rappers a year, either to yeah, gun violence, either to drugs, drug overdose, yeah, yeah. you know. And so they're seeing their stars and, that you know, they we, Nipsey, uh, you know, um, the kid uh, out of Brooklyn. Juice, Juice World. Juice World. Um, oh, gosh. He sounded kind of like 50. Um, uh, Pop Smoke. Pop Smoke, you know. These are just the ones off the top of my head, but they, you know, they've, you know, there's other ones that, you know, I wasn't huge fans Mac, of. Mac, um, Mac, Miller, Mac Miller, you know, yeah. but we're we're talking about this is in. I oh, was the one X X X. You know, like I didn't get his music at all, but kids love this dude. Yeah, he had some. He had a couple tracks. You know, and so like this, like on top of everything that just happens in the news, if you're a young hip hop fan, just the trauma of being a fan of hip hop and realizing, <laughs> yeah, straight up, these, like, <laughs> straight we're, up. Not, we're not, I mean, sure, we lost two yeah. icons, but that's that's us, and, and it was yeah. a short amount of time, and then, but they're losing two or three rappers a year. It is, it is, it is, it, not you say that, now that you say that, I'm thinking about it like, dang, it is, like every other year, it's like, one more go, you know what I mean? And you know, we're just finding out. heroes, too. Like, yeah, you know what we're mean? just finding out who killed, you know, the people who's, uh, you know, Jam Master J. Yeah, That's almost exactly. 20 years ago. Exactly. You know. Um, Let's take it away from hip-hop. Let's take it away from superstars, right? Let's talk. Let's take it to, just to, like, just black men, man. I don't know if y'all noticed this. One of the things that I think that we, again, man, we kind of live in, in, a, in, a, in an example of, like, where we embrace trauma to for for no reason right one of the things that i've seen man and I, I see it all the time bro i will be somewhere and i will see another brother mm-hmm. and he's walking around with the scrunched up mean face just for whatever reason i'm like you know what i mean instead mm-hmm. of like back in the day i think our grandpa hey how you doing brother you know what i mean and like give a quick wave but i see you go to castleton or see something you see a dude just walking by i won't even look at you just or you could be standing right next to him like and it was a time where you could just be like hey what's going on man how you doing bro Mm -hmm. okay cool but now you just see this like and i've 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 literally seen situations to where seen this cat out a couple times he just got the scrunched face i'm like man this dude you know try to talk to him whatever okay cool i you know look at him to try to speak because we're the only two brothers in the whole building you know right oh yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. but anyway seeing this cat scrunched up face whatever whatever a couple years later i see this dude at an event dude is the nicest guy ever right I'm like, bro, I just seen you, like, a couple times I see you, you got the scrunched up, and it's a defense mechanism. It's the, the, the screw face is your armor, because, you know, not, uh, come in on, certain dog. places, a, a, <laughs> a, 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 you know, yeah. a, a, it places a smile that gets you killed. It's a defense mechanism, you know what I mean? And it's mm-hmm. sad that we have to live in a time to where we got to walk up with the scrunchie, man. Like, yeah, I mean, like, it, it, me, especially, like, you know, coming from a situation where I grew up in a mostly white area, like, it was a uh, un... <laughs> It was an unspoken thing. If I see another black person, I'm definitely giving the, you you know, the head. Yeah, I'd be like, well, you know. And I remember I was with, with one of my white homeboys, and like I did the what's up. He's like, did you know him? I was like, no, I don't no, know. no, 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 <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, man. Yeah, but I mean, I, and I just thought of this. Like, do you know? Are we the only race of people that do rest in peace T-shirts? Nah, Mexicans do it all day. Okay. okay. Yeah, they be doing like home murals yeah, do, on, they, they, on cars they, it's, it's and stuff. Over. Okay. <laughs> it's next level. Just, we know, got it from them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Because, you know, and, it, <laughs> no, I mean, because it's the wildest thing. And, like, I've had to deal with this uh, 
a lot in the last year. I've had, you, listen, hold on. Let me ask you guys yeah. a question. Where else do you wear that? It's a that R.I.P. shirt Dude, is a family I reunion shirt. No, it's the same. It's on the same level of family, family reunion. Family reunion shirt. t-shirt. You're like, never gonna wear it again. I might wear my family reunion t-shirt to like. Cut grass. Cut grass. I don't, I'm not going to rock this. And it's always a crazy-ass color. Like, why grandma pick yellow? Tie-dye. Tie-dye. How do we wear the The last one I got was a tie-dye joint. They be having me design them, bro. They be like, can you do the, the, the family reunion design? And I'm like, all right, what y'all doing? And he's like, oh, we doing some tie I'm like, fuck. I'm like, why y'all doing tie-dye, man? <laughs> Like, that's what they want, I'm bro. Like, God, I'm like, y'all don't want to switch it up and do this, do that. They're like, no, nah, that's what they want. I'm like, bro, one year, damn, one, I, one wow. year, my on my one year, my dad them side, man, they had like fluorescent. It looked like we were construction workers, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, where do you get these bright ass colors? They always do that. Safety yellow, safety green, safety yeah. orange. Like, what the like, hell? But go ahead with your RP. No, bad. I mean, this is this is the ill thing because I've had to deal with this, you know. Um, Cause like I've I've made it to this level in my life, and you know, cause there's always a thing where, you know, to my dead homies, this, that, and the third. Like, mm-hmm. I've had friends like you know who died, medical something, but like in the last less than a year, I've had two friends shot to death, mm-hmm. um, and they weren't even doing anything. Like these mm-hmm. weren't street people, you know. Um, both in both cases, they was trying to, you know, because this is when I always, you know, I always got to stick up for my brothers when they say, oh, you know, uh, black men are trash. It's not third black women don't feel protected. Both times it was a brother trying to look out for women, mm. you know, and it was somebody with a weak attitude who just put, who didn't want to fight and and, yeah. and it just pulled out the, the gun and, and shot him to death. We had a frat brother who was defending a. Uh, TC that you know uh, got stabbed. Yeah, defending uh, defending you know, defend women. So I was like, I don't know what y'all are talking about. Like I I see black men defend women all the time, and I've seen people lose their life over it. Yeah. But neither here nor there about that. I don't want to get off. That that could take us in another place. But yeah, yeah. you know, <laughs> the yeah. way we even deal with our like, you know, because I, I I went to a little hole where I was I knew I was drinking too much, mm-hmm. uh, you know, because I couldn't sleep, mm-hmm. you know, and then like I was like I can't do that. So like. And I try to turn into something positive to where, like, I go running every day. Yeah, and, congrats, man. I see you on your health. Yeah, on yeah, health like, day, you man, know, minimum, like, yeah. five miles. You know, that's part of it. Part of it is sometimes just to tire myself Whoa. out because my brain is racing, you know. And that's why I go to the gym, bro. Yeah. That's my therapy. It's a yeah, it therapy. really is yeah, yeah. my therapy. And, like, a part of my therapy is uh, doing new doing new old heads, you know, because I get to Same s- as me. sit Same down as and time. chop it up <laughs> with my people. Like, I, I, that's why I miss being in – because. The best part wasn't even the show. That show was dope, but like just post show before, just the, the time where we might yeah, have some just, drinks and play yeah. video games and listen to beats. Like that's kind of like and and yeah. then doing take that Tuesday right after that. That gets me right for the rest of the week. That's what's up, man. You know, and then luckily yeah. we've been able to keep take that Tuesday going. Mm-hmm. You know, through um, Twitch, but you know, like that trauma of in 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 one of them, like you know, uh, my, my man Al got shot right in front of me, mm. and. A lot of times we we it's messed up because we see that as, as a badge of honor and things that oh well I've been th- I I know what it is to go through real pain mm-hmm. you know but at the same time I don't see it as as a badge of honor like if anything I would do anything to have those people still here and have yeah. never had to experience that yeah. like you know because it, it sends you to places mentally that you really don't want to go yeah. Yeah. you know so that 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 real life trauma 
is nothing I would ever want to sell to anybody. Yeah, man. It's it's uh, uh, TC. You said something a while ago. I don't even know if you remember it, bro. But we were talking about people who had overcame being in the hood. They worked their ass off to get out the hood, and when they move and don't come back, people call them a sellout. But mm-hmm. we don't we don't know that that might have been one of the most traumatic parts of their life that's what drove them to get out they 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 would yeah yeah and they said i'm never going back to that yeah i'm never going to go back to that and people say you're a sellout for that but no man that may put them in a place to where like i can't ever go i'm working my ass off to get away from this Mm -hmm. right you know what i'm saying yeah you in the hood i mean you, you think about some of these hoods man it's it's you know, you can't go to sleep because gunshots going off. You you don't know if a bullet gonna go through your window. The neighbor, you know, kid got killed a month ago from a straight bullet. Like this, this is like traumatic to for someone to live through. He's like, and then I'm here. to finally make it out of that situation, and then call him a sellout for not coming back. It's like, why would I want to? Like, I want to sleep peacefully. Yo, like something as simple as sleep, like <laughs> a, a a natural something that we need every yeah. day in our lives. Like I yeah. I have been afraid. For 20 years of my life to, <laughs> to close my eyes and go to sleep. And I finally can lo- go lay somewhere and be at peace and not worry about it and have a great night's nice rest. And you want me to go back to yeah. being scared that my dog going to get kicked in or a bullet might go through the window or something like that? Like, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know what I'm saying? And not to say that every hood is is that violent, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, not yeah, all yeah, hoods are violent, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? But it's still, you know, that's just that's just a example. that You know, there, there's probably plenty of other yeah. reasons why someone's like, you know, I don't want to be in this position. I want to have a better life for myself. I want to, when I have kids or if I do right. have children, I want them to have a better upbringing. And that's what we got to do, you know, kind of taking it back to the first topic of like having that, you know, better upbringing for these kids so they aren't exposed to so much trauma. You know yeah. what I mean? And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because you said, man, personally, that hood, man, they could have been molested in that hood. They could have been going through man. hunger through that hood. They could have been going through multiple things there. And like you said, let's let's be clear. Every hood doesn't have that. Right. And there's people who right. had great lives living in that. But you cannot tell a person who doesn't want to come back mm-hmm. that they call them a sellout because they don't want to come back because you don't know what they're you, you, Look, you, this is the thing. We got to stop calling people sellouts just because they want to do better. Yeah, exactly. We have to we have to get away. Yeah. That is that is. I, and I don't think it's I don't want to get, you know, I don't want to get all Candace Owens on it because, you know, I think she takes it too far. But sometimes we do get so caught up in like i said there is a fantasy of black life that has nothing to do really with how like i would i say the average most black people in america are not cool all right they want to raise their kids Mm -hmm. they want their kids to go to school they want to go to work and they just want to they don't want to be bothered they don't care about the shade just was saying that dog like we we live in a fantasy where we think every black person cares about Balenciaga and what's happening Bro. on on these websites and loving hip hop. Most black people don't give Jay a Moore. shit about any I of that. Swear. I just told I just told someone I said most black people are conservative. Oh yeah, not that saying they're Republican. Right, I'm not saying most that. black people send it. We go to church every Sunday. We're conservative. We go to church we just higher wanna, rate than anybody else. <laughs> we just want to, like you said, I don't care about no Louis. I don't care about no this. I just want to raise my kids, go to church on Sunday, get up and do that, do it all over again, bro. Because I, that's that's <laughs> why people. That's why Tyler, I, I figured it out, and I was like, this is why he's a genius. Like for whatever you think about his art on an individual basis. 
that's why Tyler Perry makes so much money. He makes mu- he makes movies and TV shows about non-cool black people. Mm-hmm. Like there's no like if you watch his movies, there's not a lot of hip hop in the movies. Mm-hmm. You know, people aren't going to the club. There's not all this bottle service and fancy. He makes movies for black women. Who go very to church. relatable, relatable. You, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And so, because in some of us will be like, oh, whatever. That's that's corny. That's actual black life for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? Right. What? What? I'm telling you what I what I do and what I see. I guess it's real to them and it's real to me because I get a check from it when I'm out in these clubs. Yeah. But like, I see these people trying to live out a fantasy that they yeah. can't maintain. Yeah. So there's two sides to it, right? So yeah. there's like the Tyler Perry aspect of it, and then there is. The reality, loving loving hip hop, loving hip hop, <laughs> yeah. to where we watch it because we see it's a plane crash and we're like, ooh, yeah, I'm my like, life. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'll be like, ooh, I'm glad I don't really know people like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one does. Yeah, because yeah. that's why we watch that, it. That is we're the like, flashy. Yeah. We're like, oh my god, man, look at this, and it makes yeah. it makes reality TV has done this for American society. Mm-hmm. Reality TV has. Allowed you to watch someone's life that's worse than yours. True. It gives you a peace of mind for that half an hour and be like, "Woo, my life ain't that bad." I almost think <laughs> they should stop calling it reality yeah. TV and just say uh, uh, TV with uh, non-talented. No, people. you have to say reality because because it's not, it's it has not. to be reality because <laughs> it, it, you can't, you you can't take it, it away. It ain't real. <laughs> yeah, it, it ain't. It's scripted as fuck. It is, but it's like. It's it, like semi-reality. Yeah, Some for of sure. It is all, like, no, yeah, none, none, of us rea- of none of us reality. But you have to keep it as reality because the person sitting on the couch has to think that is someone's life. Yeah, they'd be like, whew, I'm glad uh, my husband is not Stevie J. Yeah. Or I'm glad I don't, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't have a baby mama like <laughs> exactly. these, these, these. Like I said, and at least when Love and Hip Hop, I used to be a fan. Like Love and Hip Hop, at least when it first came on, I was like, oh, I know that person. It's oh, I know that person. Yeah, oh, I remember when she was signed to G-Unit. Like now, I'm like, who are these people and why are they, wasting, no all, why are they wasting all this time <laughs> yeah. in a studio? Nobody's ever going to hear these bullshit songs. Exactly. So, <laughs> yeah. but, but that's what reality that's, that's, TV That's did. what it. I'm about to say it, and that's what it also does is gives uh, it, it allows people to have this like inside look of behind the scenes look of like someone that you know they view as a celebrity, like to see what they're like in their everyday lives, and I feel like it normalizes a lot of celebrities, you know, like those you know love and hip hop, those reality shows, it's like or you we know, think you, so. You, you you have one. You have one one view of this person yeah, until you yeah. see them on this reality show, and now you like, oh, that's how they are. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Same thing with same. Yeah, you almost don't want to give people that much access if you're an actual star. Yeah, it, it, but the same thing. Yeah. But the same thing goes with like social media. Mm-hmm. You see the coolest guy you thought was the coolest guy in the world, and then you follow him on Instagram, you be like, man, dude, kind of corny. Or someone is like, there was this dude named hush puppy or something he said he was like some sort of real estate investor he was of course balenciaga out all the all the you know rolls royce bentley this that and the third going to dubai man this dude was a straight criminal like That's you know what i'm saying, saying he was bro. flaunting yeah. his his game all on social media because i guess he felt if people didn't see it like that it yeah. wasn't really happening yeah. once you put these mics in front of some of these celebrities that would never have ever had a mic in front of them right because we just hear they rap so we be like yo dude it's hard and then when you put a mic in front of them, you're like, man, this dude is so whack. Yeah. I mean. It's look, so whack. Look. It turns our heroes into, like, cornballs, bro. Oh, yeah. Like, you sure you does. almost don't want to meet, like, people that you admire. 
as far like I was I, I met Common probably about maybe 14 like where when around B came out mm-hmm. and like he had been like of course going to school with those cats from the south side of Chicago they'd be like oh you're not up on that Common like, yeah, you listen to this can I borrow yeah. a dollar he was dropping I was like alright and I really became a fan and I was like I knew he was going to be at this event and like my man's like oh no we can get backstage and we can and I almost didn't want to meet him because I was like, he's what scared if, he's going to be what wet. If Common was just a loser. <laughs> you know, he wound up like in that little bit of time, like we actually just talked about music, like, and he was cool. Yeah, but like, yeah. you know, like I was like, I don't want to meet Common because then he yeah, wound up being yeah. a, a, a weirdo and I, <laughs> yeah. or asshole. Yeah. Like, yeah. hey, man, all these niggas, up. all these niggas get out of here. Man. Like, <laughs> damn, man, I thought you was a homeboy. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you know, like, and Look, I've met, that, I've met celebrities, and I'll be like, man, this dude is a fucking loser. Jermaine. Jermaine Cole, Jermaine Cole said it the best. He said, I'll be around forever because my skills are tip top to any amateur niggas that want to get rock. Just remember I told you when your shit flops in five years, you're going to be on Love and Hip Hop. Wow. Thank you, yeah. Thank you yeah. Jermaine Cole. <laughs> 1985, I've arrived. Come on, man. Yes. Look, Thank it, you, Jermaine Cole. It, it, look, I, I've always said, like, in this hip hop, once you, you get hot, you usually got about four years, just like high school. And, you know, yep. and then it's a, like there's outliers like Jay-Z, people we still care about. Like, you know, I'll still listen to But some thing about it, like like uh, Ja Rule had it on for, for four years. He was on he was on top of the world, you know, 50. Yeah. He only had a four well, year. He really only had about I thought 40. it was longer than that. I thought it was. I mean, he, Vinny Vitavici came Darryl? out like 99, 98, 99. And then that was his best album. And then 50 came out, what, 2003, 2004, and it was a wrap. Yeah. Um, you know, he um, yeah, Nelly, yeah, Nelly had four years that, like, any rapper would, would try. Yeah. Now, he's still around, He's you know, because he's got those hits that people still want to hear. But it's hard. It's, but the problem today. It's hard to stay hot. I don't, even give, him, I don't even give him four years today. Well, now, not, not, now in the I, digital I era. I year or two. Now, there are people that we played in the club a year and a half, like, because first of all, Drake's always gonna have something. Drake's so a different animal. You just got to understand oh, yeah. that you know whatever it is you're doing got to be at least as good for, uh, for us to play next to a Drake record. But there's people that I, if you ask me, like, uh, remember when Fetty Wap was all over the place? Yeah, it's, it's a rap for Fetty. Yep. He put out something new and it was cool, but it Young ain't. Thug. Uh, it Young ain't, Thug didn't have four years. No, like now in the digital, because something comes out every and, Friday, it, it pops it, up it, on your it, phone. It, it over, yeah, it overconsumes it, dude. It's like, dang, man, I can't even. You don't yeah, live with it I can't anymore. Enjoy it, like when know? you used to have to go to the sound warehouse or wherever. Well, Tuesdays, Tuesdays and, music and came out. Spend fifteen dollars on a CD. Yeah. It may not have been that great, but you had to yeah. live with it because you just dropped fifteen dollars on it. Straight I, up, <laughs> I think I think I think the overconsumption with everything happened, like sports, right? Like, I love boxing, mm-hmm. yeah. But what boxing, what came out was a UFC, and the UFC had a main event every other weekend. So we were just like, oh, I need it, I need it, I need yeah. it, and then it just kind of left boxing in the, in the dust because boxers can't fight like that. So it was like, it was just, it just became to where it just, it kind of got watered down, and the UFC kind of like because mm. it, it got to a point where like you only saw when, and this is during the Holyfield Tyson Bow era, like you might get a heavyweight fight maybe two two times a year. He was so hype, bro. Mm-hmm. Oh, the fight parties back in the day? Right, oh, yeah. yeah. But then you have seen the difference with music. The difference with music is just because it's uh, like the watered down, like not not necessarily overconsumption. It's just like the lack of quality now. Like what, what we consider hot in, in the music industry or what's mainstream is just so simplified. It's a bunch of, you know, SoundCloud rappers and whatnot. And any any kid, you know, with a, a, a basic, you know, recording program on a laptop and a, mm-hmm. 
in a in a beat machine or something in in their mom's uh, basement or in a bedroom can be a hot artist. You know what I'm saying? Like they making that same hot music uh, or what you can hear on the radio, like in they in their mama crib, and that's what's that's what's like getting major spins, and that's what all these kids are loving. So mm-hmm. it's like, man, it's like the the lack of skill. Um, you know, you, it, it's not needed to become hot or famous when it comes to music. You know I, I feel like other industries or other professions, you still have to have that quality there. You know, when you're thinking mm-hmm. of sports, you're thinking of acting. Like, you ain't going to get a fire role if you're a trash actor. But like, you could be a trash rapper and have a fucking hit, and, and people listen to it everywhere. And it's like, what is this? Well, because the music but is so producer-driven so, now. Um, yeah. Like, now, if you get Zaytoven or... Um, you know <laughs> yeah. these, these cats that know they they know what the sound is, you know Metro Boomin Metro you know shout out to St Louis mm-hmm. Metro Boomin you know um, mm-hmm. it's it's so producer driven now they don't care really who's like I tell people I don't listen any of the music that gets played in the club I know what's hot because I'm still out in the clubs but I don't listen to any of that shit in my spare time yeah and I, I think right. what you, I think what TC said is right but I also think that man. I could think of some good albums that I have not went back and revisited because another good album came right, just came right back out. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's stuff that mm-hmm. I was like, man, this is a good album. And then like, I kind of forget about it because Friday, another big artist is yeah. releasing, you know what I'm saying? But even, even with those, like, like I said, we just like the only albums I've really sat with, I the, this cat West Side Gun, Pray for Paris. I've been listening to that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I, you know, like I said, I, well the, the Nas has grown on me with every new listen. Um, I, I forgot about Nas because Big Sean came out. I'm like, dang, I forgot that Nas came. You know, what and I mean? the thing hey, is, like, that, I, I, I like hey, that Big, Big Sean is killing that Nas to me. Yeah, yeah, I, I like the Big Sean, the but, and then like Conway the Machine came out this 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 Friday. Yeah, you know, you just so, be forgetting, like, dang, I forgot about that. But you know, you know oh, I was asleep. I didn't know that. See, yeah, no Conway dropping. Yeah, that Conway is. That Conway is hard. You know, but it's oh, it, gotta go listen. Yeah, you gotta check that out. But it's yeah, Conway Hart. But I, I think also because when people complain about hip hop now, I'm thinking, what do you look? You're complaining about hip hop because all you do is listen to the radio, or or go to clubs. Like yeah. there's so much hip hop yeah. that comes out that we you could listen to that will never get a chance to be on the radio. That will never get played For in sure. a nightclub, sure. just because it doesn't mm-hmm. fit the criteria that like. And people's like, oh, I wish they'd just take it back to when it was my... I was like, you know what your favorite artist from the 90s still put out music? Razzcast put out an album. Smith & yeah. Wesson, Black yeah. Moon. Those people still make music. Sure. You know, you just don't listen to it because... Ice Cube put out an album. Yeah, because you're so programmed by... <laughs> you know? If it's not on the radio, it's not yeah. hot. And that's the that's yeah. not that's not a reflection hey, of Man, the culture. Did Red put out an album? Like no. within these last few years, no. he put out a he put out a little two pack. Oh, no. Yeah, it was something like a song about smacking people. Yeah, yeah, yeah I like yeah, that record. Yeah, yeah. yeah I you know, that. shoot, Gangstar put out an album last year. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it yeah, had yeah. J Cole on it. You know, yeah. just because you Meth still rapping. He, you know, he, Meth boy, that, that, like that. Meth, Meth sounds like a brand new rapper on that, that on that uh, Conway the Machine. So. But yeah, man, shoot, yeah. man, I, I appreciate these. Comments. I miss with bricks used to go for nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> That's my shit, dog. Yeah, <laughs> that Griselda movement is crazy. Yeah, man. Yeah, but yeah, man, man, we've 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 uncovered a lot, man, on this episode, man. Um, you know, I I don't know if a if if a fifth grader came to me and told me that. Um, I think really, man. Just the the thing is, if you got nieces, nephews, sons, daughters, whatever, I think the main I think the main thing is, man, is just um, giving them confidence. Yeah, giving them confidence of like their skin is beautiful. Um, 
letting them know, you know, dark skin, light skin, whatever it may be, man, that their skin is beautiful and to take pride in that, um, you know, regardless if there is someone hating them, you know what I mean? But you cannot allow them to not want to be that beautiful skin that we have. Right. We cannot allow them not to 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 want to not be that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So I think that's the biggest important thing that we talked about today, man. It's, you know, because we have to make sure that we have a generation of confident black people. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because mm-hmm. if not, man, you know, when you when you live in afraid and you're living insecure, bro, anything can. It can it'll consume the way you live. Like it will. one of the things that, you know, I, I, I know the police are wilding, but we can't. I don't I don't want any black man to say I'm afraid of the police. We have to be cautious around the police, yes. but like we can't, we can't live in fear like that. We have to, we have to be on our P's and Q's. And unfortunately, you know, when we get pulled over, sometimes we have to be prepared to sacrifice not only sometimes a piece of our personal dignity, but our rights as American citizens yes. to get home to our wives and our children. But I do not think that we should vocalize being afraid. Because that is counterproductive to just living your everyday life, and it's life. a bad energy to even. Because I don't want to, I don't want to transfer that to our our babies. You know what I'm saying? Trans- I don't want energy. them to yeah. feel like they got to be afraid. Yeah. I want them yeah. to to be able to 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 be proud of who they are. But we uh, we got to give them the tools to make it home. Yes, there you go. That's it, man. Yeah, man. Jay Moore, man, you got to come back again, brother. <laughs> this I was fun, man. Him. I enjoyed oh, yeah. this. Yeah, man, for sure, for sure, man. Um. Uh, tell us where they can find you, brother. Um, I, I should have did this in the beginning. I hate. I, I, I always jump right into oh, this, all good. man. But where um, can they find you and everything you got going on? Of course, you can uh, check out the uh, new Old Heads podcast. We are on. Uh, we put our clips up on YouTube. We, you know, we kind of got the visual piece going. But of course, you can get jump on all the DSPs. You know, I know Spotify ain't cool right now, but we still on Spotify, uh, yeah. Apple Music, uh, and uh, iHeart, and all that good stuff. Um, of course, um, for those of you who are fans of Take That Tuesday, uh, DJ Metronome and I are still keeping that going while we can't uh, do it at Coach's Tavern downtown. Uh, you can uh, enjoy us doing couple hours at least of uh that hip-hop that soul that r&b that you love uh we do that on twitch i know a lot of people you talk to your kids about it usually they watch video games through that <laughs> yeah. platform but a lot of djs are taking advantage of that and we're able to do it uninterrupted and uncensored uh so you can check that out at twitch.tv slash decademics so shout out to the decademics family if you're trying to learn to dj and of course we've got the production yeah uh, the production uh, uh, suite now. So if you're trying to uh, learn how to use Ableton and uh, get your get your production and make these beats and maybe be the next Metro Boomin, we got that for you. Uh, yeah. So I am a product of I am a product of the academics. Okay. So, okay. Yes. Yeah. 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 So you know what it is. I'm going to shout that out. Yes, sir. So uh, yeah, that's what I you know, and of course you know I'm uh, you can. Uh, uh, I'm on Instagram, uh, JM, JMore1977. That's right. I, it's, it's something different for Instagram. And JM on the mic on Twitter. So, yeah, yeah. you know, I'm I'm, uns, I'm I'm wild and uncensored on Twitter. So uh, holler at me there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We will have, we yeah. and we will have you tagged on all our social media. So, Appreciate yeah, that. Follow, you know, man, and follow the, follow the movement. 
of the new old heads and you know shout out to nick man i i remember nick and courtney man when they first started bro i was courtney's well i mean dj limelight yeah yeah <laughs> you out here putting the government trip, yeah my bad <laughs> i remember bro um me and uh limelight roommates okay and this is when they first got started though i'm talking about like putting crates in the car, bro. Oh yeah, back when you had to actually carry vinyl to the <laughs> yeah. club. Yeah, yeah. Man, I, I wish I would have jumped on the. I wish I would have started following them, try to learn at that time, because I probably would have learned a lot. But man, they were the. I mean, like techniques and and crates, and I remember they would go down to Bloomington on you know. Yeah. Put money together for gas money, man. Oh and, yeah, yeah. And, man, the transition that they've made, man, it's crazy from being that be coming from there to where they are now. Man. Yeah, so, yeah. Man, check that out. I I, I enjoy that some of my. I love the music that they, you know, the, the way they do it, man. Yeah, so. man. It was, and if anyone, anyone you were around for the 929 era when they yeah. would go back to back, yeah. man. it was a special time man. in the city, man. <laughs> Classic times, yeah. man. There's a lot. Yeah. It was, it was, bang on the, somebody drop heat, start banging, smacking on the wall, man. Just be, look, the vibe, the energy was just look, always man, high. That, I'm, that particular I'm night ruined a lot of black productivity in the city on Friday uh, yeah. <laughs> because yeah. people, I'd be, I didn't have to go to work on Fridays at that time. <laughs> And I was like, I don't know what the rest of y'all will do. Man, <laughs> but, I'm a little bit. I'm older than I'm older than nine two nine. Man, I remember they was doing the um, joint out in Castleton. Divine Wine Bar. Divine oh yeah, wine. that was yeah. At the at the, the at the old Divine. At the um the fur like the where they got the, the store with the fur. Yeah, yeah, that was the the original uh, Divine I'm back Wine then. Bar. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Classics. That was, that was, I was I was in there. We was probably walking right by each other. Yeah. Didn't even know. Exactly. Exactly. But. Yeah, man. Thank you, brother. You got to come back, man. For yeah, sure, yeah, man. man. Anytime, you know, platform, we just have man. to make these schedules yeah, work. We always looking for guests, man. And you don't come. You've, you've been here, man. You family, you know. So, but yeah, man. TC, yeah. if they want to listen to this episode over and over and over and over and over, where can they find us, brother? At Stakes is High Pod. That's on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All of our episodes you can find on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. And if you have any comments, questions, concerns, or interested in being a guest on the show, please shoot us an email at stakesishighpod at gmail.com. Cheer! Cheer! Yes, All right. Hey, man. You guys, um, thank you guys for listening. Please do not live in fear. You got to have confidence about yourself, man. Do not have that that energy of yeah. fear and let it travel through because energy travels you don't want to put it into your kids you don't want to put it into the yes the the the, the you don't want to put that in the atmosphere so have some confidence get yeah always get these kids that confidence yeah man get a kid's confidence and listen man believe it or not man these police officers uh they they sense fear they mm-hmm. sense nervousness so had a confidence yes sir Yes, ma'am. Whatever it may take for you to get home safe, please do that. Definitely. Please. Please. All right? Thank you guys for listening. Stakes is High Podcast. Peace. Yep. Peace.